fills this whole place, Lord. I pray that we are refreshed, rejuvenated. <clears throat> the joy is given back into their hearts. You give us a peace which surpasses all understanding. I pray for this peace to manifest in this place. Thank you, Jesus. You silent the devourer. You fight on our behalf. And we turn to you, Lord, for everything. It's you, Lord. It's you. We acknowledge you, Lord. We acknowledge you that you supply and protect and help all our needs. It's you, Jesus. We ask you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Help us today, Lord, to know you more and more and to cooperate with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How are we all today? We are good. Amen. It's getting a bit bright in here. Uh, thank you for making the time. Thank you for making the time to come. Um, this is a very sensitive topic. about what I'm going to preach today and you answer many of your questions of why the enemy has access into your life isn't that an interesting one in the beginning of my journey I used to always get attacked till this day but I understand now uh, the areas that they're coming from it's very important for us to understand here uh, how to win the battle in our mind is actually how to understand, unfortunately, the enemy's tactics against us. Uh, Satan is the accuser of the brethren, night and day. He accuses us. That's his task. That's his role, is to accuse us night and day. He's the accuser of the saints night and day. <coughs> and it's interesting how God took me into this teaching <coughs> because I really believe and I shared two weeks ago that I had a I had a fallen angel come in my dream and it held all the people unfortunately in these Bible studies it held them captive and they were all under mental and emotional and spiritual attack and and the Holy Spirit said to me that I'm going to begin to anoint you and teach you how to pull down this stronghold. Because unfortunately the enemy is behind most of our attacks. Mental attacks, emotional attacks, spiritual attacks. And one nagging question I always had is what gives him access to actually attack us? And from this session, you're going to learn his, uh, his wiles. Hands up here, who, who has been here through spiritual warfare? 
Spiritual warfare is your battle against Satan. So everyone's hand should be up. Because he attacks all that is of God. If you're not of God, your hand should stay down. He attacks every single one of us. And that is the truth. Something the Holy Spirit said to me during the week. Before I start this session, I like to stay in tune with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit told me that he wants everyone in this place to forget the past. Forget what's happened in the past. Even if your journey failed with Christ, forget that also. <coughs> and start again. Paul said something to win the prize and to press on to the goal. He said, I haven't attained it yet, but I'm pressing on to the goal. For that, he had to forget what is behind him. So for all the people here, I'd like to relieve you and to bless you. The Holy Spirit told me to tell you for you to forget the past. Whether your walk with Christ, whether your trauma, your pain, your challenges, whatever happened, forget it all because he's forgotten it. Very important that you know this. Your enemy, unfortunately, there are lessons in the past, but Satan's greatest scheme is to bring your past to your future. And unfortunately, we have so much pain, uh, troubles, and hurt, and challenges that we face from the past, and we don't want to bring it to the future. But Satan is always bringing the very easy key that can dismantle us and make us ineffective is to bring our past. Even if your walk with Christ didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out. So the Holy Spirit wants everyone here to forget what is behind them. Isn't that? So much undoing in that one. It doesn't happen overnight how sensitive you have to be with the Holy Spirit and how sensitive you have to be with the Word of God to remap your mind and to put on the new man of Christ. It's crucial. Because what seems to always allow us to stumble or be ineffective is our past. Satan calls us by our past. He'll never call you by how God sees you. So for everyone here, Thank you, Jesus, that he has forgiven us from our past. He's forgiven us from our past. You're not a victim to your past anymore. The Holy Spirit wants to refresh us and to allow us to truly be free. Because when you think about the past, you live from the past. And it's true. Listen, I'm not going to spend a lot of time preaching here. This is some... Uh, some heavy stuff here are going to be preached today. So short and heavy. To show you why the enemy has access into your life. And there can be attacks regarding the kingdom of God. This is more regarding your heart and your mind. You can get attacked because you're advancing in the kingdom of God. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the attacks. And the authority he has over your mind and your heart. And why he has access to attack you in this area. So thank you, Jesus. Paul said to press on to the goal was to forget what is behind him. 
and he was talking before about he had a Jewish mindset, he was the most learned person. He had all that information, all that knowledge, he said, I count it as garbage to know the surpassing things of Christ. And isn't it interesting that Jesus sent Paul to the Gentiles, showing him that his strength can only work in him. Because if Jesus sent Paul to the Jews, he can say, I've, I've learned this all my life. I'm very advanced in this area. So he chose, he chose to send Paul to the Gentiles, showing Paul that it's only God's grace and God's strength that's going to allow him to fulfill the purpose. Isn't that interesting? That God never wants us to rely on our strength whatsoever. Only in Him. Because you can be equipped in something that you've learned, something that you've read about, something that you're brought up in. Jesus doesn't want it to be like that. He wants it to be only in His grace. So forgetting the past tells you how sensitive you have to be to the Holy Spirit sensitive how you have to be to the word of God and sensitive how you have to be day by day with him and imagine all your life from all those experiences you've inherited different mindsets different characteristics different personalities and you're trying to introduce Christ into them Christ has to take them out he has to take them out and that's where so many people get it wrong the Bible says the old has dead. Imagine how dead your mind has to be to your past. Does anyone have a beautiful past here? No one has to, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's very important you understand this teaching. Now the Holy Spirit took me there when I saw that fallen angel. And you know what's interesting? Once I saw that full angel, I started to get warfare because God's taking me into some deep things to free his people. I started to get spiritually coming something coming against me because the enemy wants us to think it's us. It's our own thought process. It's our own feelings. It's our own emotions. He's behind most of the attacks. But thank you, Jesus that whatever he reveals to us is to advance us so we can be further free and we can be effective to free others also. So rejoice today because the Holy Spirit wants you to forget your past. Where all your weaknesses are, where all your insecurities are, where all your fears are, where all your failures are, where all your troubles are. Even with Christ, forget them. His mercy is new. It is new. You can start again. And pride will be hard on themselves. I spoke about that. Pride is always hard on themselves. I need to do more. I should be doing more. But I learned just to sit in the river with God and enjoy my journey. Because it's purely His grace. And that's a lesson for Jesus to send Paul to the Gentiles. Because they were unlearned. They knew nothing about the law. And Jesus was showing him that it's my strength, it's not your grace anymore. It's, uh, it's uh, my strength and my grace that's going to be working in you. Nothing that you learned from the past before Christ. Because he was the most learned person regarding the law. And he's more advanced than anyone. 
And that shows us how much we have to rely on Christ. And it's true. So, we go to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. How many times have we read this scripture? A thousand times? Let's look at one word here. For all the people that are come here on Wednesday and Sunday, you're more than welcome to uh, be part of this family. From, from, from knowing the process of God, from knowing how, how week by week, month by month, year by year, how God has to start to undo those things in your heart and help you and walk alongside you. This is family. I don't want to see people here coming and going as they want. This is my heart now. For one major reason, for you to plant yourself in a place where you can grow, you can be trimmed, you can be nurtured, so you can further advance with Christ and understand Him. Don't be a people, no offense to anyone, don't be a people who come and go as you please and is not settled in an area where you can grow and mature. And I say this as a burden in my heart. Because in the flesh, the natural, uh, in, naturally in the flesh, people want a quick fix. They want a quick solution. But Jesus wants your life. He wants all your life. He wants all your heart. He only speaks to all your heart. And when you sit in a place where the people here have learned to be like that, you'll become like that. And it's the truth. So I humbly say this. Whether you go to another place, go plant yourself there. Go and make yourself the available there to hear the word, get cleansed, get transformed. If God's put you here, stay here. But most of all, sit in a place and let God start to work on your heart. That's all. But be a person who's diligent. Be a person who's hungry. Because God loves a hungry heart. So we read now Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 10 to 12. How many people know this scripture? Yes? Unfortunately, our enemy is the devil. And his kingdom is well established. No one likes to speak about it. But in the beginning we have to speak about it. Because there are so many strings attached to our heart and our mind and our flesh that is controlling isn't that right? And in the beginning, it's crucial that we understand how he operates. So let's read it. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Now look here. Pay attention here. What do you need? To fight against the wiles of the devil? What do you need? The whole armor. So he's, he's pretty serious about this. It's pretty serious. That if there can be holes in your armor where you're ineffective. And which is the first armor I spoke about? The gospel of peace. The Bible says the peace of God, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your foot. And where was peace? Our peace established. Isaiah, at the cross. 
Without peace you can't fight. You'll get so burdened and weary and tired. So our peace is our first armor. He gives you a peace which surpasses all understanding. That was manifested at the cross. So isn't it interesting in fighting the devil, one of the major tools is God's peace. And in the book of Psalms, in the book of Proverbs, book of Ecclesiastes, it says God gives peace for those who love his law. I mean they love his truth. Because they walk in it. And it's true. So look here. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, you, you want to be shocked? I'll shock you today. We're going to have a look at the word wiles. What, what actually is that? So let's go. We go to the Greek. Are we ready? You should be comfortable because you're going to get uncomfortable. But that's for you to be free. That's for you to be free. Jesus wants you to be free. And when you know who unfortunately has been uh, renting your mind, I'll say renting, or someone has uh, broken into your mind or your heart, you'll get out. Get out quickly. Get out. You don't belong here anymore. So today, that's my task. So the word wiles, are you ready? It's from the Strong's 3180. And the word is methodia. Satan uses what? A method. That's what it means. Methodia means a method. Well, very strategic, right? Mm. And isn't it interesting that the serpent, the snake, never closes his eyes? He's watching you day and night. It's the truth. We don't like to speak about it, but we have to speak about it. Because you can't advance until you deal with these things. And that is the truth. Satan is the prince of delay. Delay. Satan's m uh, master mind he knows who, who, who you are in God. But his mastermind, his greatest ambition is to delay your process. Right? So many people, they're still there. They're still there. They feel delayed, limited, restricted. And they don't know why. Isn't that interesting? Why would he use a method? For what reason? It's to delay, delay you. So you can be ineffective. So you can wrestle with your flesh all the days of your life. And so you can just go in a cycle. That's his, that's his plan. So many people, they're part of this plan, they don't even know. I was part of that plan, I didn't even know. He doesn't want you to be part of this plan anymore. Jesus wants you to be free. But let me show you a different picture of how he works. Now the word is method. Are we ready to look at the meaning of method? Now this is interesting because there's four, there's four main attacks that he focuses on. And they ticked all the boxes with me. But let it speak to you today. 
<coughs> so a method means a procedure or a process for attaining an object, which is us. His main goal is to obtain us, to take control of us, unfortunately. The way we think, the way we act, the way we do things. And someone says, no, how can you, how can you say this? How many people are suffering from fear in this room? He has not given you a spirit of fear. It's the enemy here. He didn't say, I have given you fear. He says, I have not given you a spirit of fear. It shows you how strategic and how planned the enemy is to actually cause your downfall with the Lord. So, that word, a procedure or a process for attaining an object such as, now look at this here. A systematic procedure, a technique, or a particular discipline he uses to control your thoughts. And one way is through your trauma. Number one, the biggest one. I had so many traumas. Uh, when I was on my, on my way to Christ, even on my way to Christ, there were some traumas and unresolved issues that the Holy Spirit had to deal inside of me. So let's have a look at them. I wrote, I wrote a few of them. I don't want to go too much. For example, Satan finds trauma, which is deep, distressing or disturbing experience you face as a child, a teen or an adult. And there can be many. One of them is feeling abandoned, rejected, hurt, failed, fearful, betrayed, let down, lonely, Empty, disowned, depressed, anxiousness, and grief. I'm just showing you the first way he actually attacks us. Because what is this topic today? How to be what? How to be free in your mind. Imagine these things are still flaring up in you. And you're, you're in the journey of Christ. What does that say for you? He says there are unresolved issues inside of me. Now you're going to see the difference here from after this session of who you're really fighting and what needs to be addressed inside of you. So, that's one way he uses. He uses a method of trauma, which is very common in our culture and in our community. Unfortunately. Now, this is the next one. He also uses a technique or a process for doing something you could have seen through your family, friends, and people in general. So I prayed for someone. There's many like this. I prayed for someone. I'll give you an example. I prayed for someone who was sick and had cancer. They weren't fully in the stage of dying, but I went there to pray. And it was interesting, because when I came to pray, I asked the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what do I need to do here? Because I don't know every situation sensitive, and I don't, I don't know which direction to go. And the Holy Spirit showed me that she saw her auntie die on her deathbed, and that spirit of, of death come into her 
because she feared that she can die the same way. And in that moment, that spirit manifested and it come out of her. It's many years ago. I had many of these episodes. And isn't it interesting that Satan used something that she saw in the visible to attack the fear that's already in her heart to make her believe day by day like a ticking bomb nagging her you're going to die like this you're going to get sick she believed it she couldn't fight and overcome it she didn't know the word of God she wasn't persistent in the word of God she wasn't persistent in pulling down, pulling down those things and the lady she got healed but what was the issue? see we can read the Bible saying name Jesus Christ be healed thank you very much Lord it's not like this every situation it's sensitive and I want, to, I want to teach you how to be sensitive like this because that's the way the Holy Spirit taught me and that's the way he teaches us because every situation it's uh, very sensitive and I exposed the entry point of the demon entering to cause that sickness and that entry point, yes she had fear but deeper than that she saw her auntie die and she believed she was going to die like that that voice that spirit of death came and hovered upon her and she got released now I've had thousands of these episodes I like to speak in the coming weeks and months about the wisdom of the Holy Spirit and how every situation is very uh, sensitive and we have to be so sensitive the, the issue is we're not sensitive we don't spend enough time with the Holy Spirit to become sensitive to His heart. And it's the truth. We need to be more sensitive to Him. Not to deliver people, but to know His heart. I don't be sensitive to the Holy Spirit to deliver people or to operate in Him. I'm sensitive to know Him. Are we understanding? Isn't that interesting? I'm talking about how to be free in your mind. You've got to understand where these attacks are coming from. So the first one is she saw someone that was sick and died. She believed that she was going to get sick and die. And the Holy Spirit intervened. Thank you, Jesus. And delivered the lady. Another one here that's common to us. We could have seen our family members suffer financially and walk in poverty. And then we think we're going to walk in poverty as well. I'm just giving you a, a rundown. I'm showing you how the enemy works. Because we walk by what? Not by. Satan operates the opposite of God. Sight. That's his plan. He wants you to walk by sight. Because it's real. It's happening, but we are seated where? We can't see like this. And someone says, that's all the way I see is in sight. I, can't, I don't know how to look spiritual. That's why you spend so much time with the Lord. And the issue with us is we want everything yesterday. It's the truth. That's all our flesh.
we could have seen people suffer spiritually in their walk with God, and then we believe that we're going to suffer spiritually in our walk with God. He's a man of God. For example, me. I'm a man of God. And he fell. What chance do I have? You see how we have to be so sharp in the word of God. I'm not going to say that I'm going to fail you or I'm going to disobey God. Please, uh, don't trouble your minds. But you understand? What happened to him? See, then Satan comes. Then he starts to play with your mind. That's why we have to keep our eyes on who? Jesus Christ. And we are, we are to mimic. Paul said to mimic me as I mimic Christ. I'm not sitting here telling you that I'm going to be a person who abandons the faith. But I'm just sharing with you how the enemy works. Someone could have suffered generally in their life and we inherited a mindset that we're going to suffer where everything's going to be difficult for us. So you enter a business opportunity, thank you Jesus. You've opened a new door for me and you haven't dealt with that thing inside of you. And the enemy, what? He comes again, steals it from you. Just think about that. You could have seen someone suffer. I had many of these uh, things. You could have seen people suffer a hard life in their upbringing. And you believe that you're going to suffer and live a hard life. I'm just telling you the method the enemy uses and why we've inherited the wrong mindset. And everyone, unfortunately, is, has inherited a mindset where the enemy um, builds on. See, th these are bad experiences are not so much Satan's doing. They are our own rebellion. They're our own disobedience. And if we don't solve it and come to Christ, guess what happens? That wound becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Right? And the enemy begins to put a nice big chair in your heart and he can control everything that you think and do. Unfortunately, I'm not saying this happy, but I'm just trying to teach you how to deal with this. And how can you really deal with it if you can't see where it's actually come from? Right? How can you actually deal with it if you haven't seen where it's actually coming from? I rebuke you, Satan. I rebuke you, Holy Spirit. I've, this, is the door. This, is the, this is the door where it's come in. And I've recognized it now. I said the Holy Spirit will help you in this area. He'll help you recognize where these things are coming from and why you're that person. Because I'm doing a pride series, right? Remember the pride series? No one said amen when I preached pride. <laughs> but I don't need to say no. Amen. <laughs> but there's a lie. Like to think that we can continuously get attacked in our hearts and our minds, it's not right. It's not a healthy belief system. Jesus wants us to be fully free because he paid the ultimate price for us. And that is the truth. So while you're lacking and uh, suffering mentally and emotionally, and then spiritually... So you could have seen someone suffer a difficult life and think you'll be the same. See the pattern? 
See, the enemy uses what? Traumas first. Your own heart, your own feelings, your own personality. Then he gets your eyes to see. And then he makes you believe that it's going to happen to you. And it's the truth. Shows us how effective we have to be. Because we need the whole armor to pull down that wiles. And it shows you how effective you have to be in your walk with Christ. Can I ask you all here? Who's really walking with God here? You think about it. Because Jesus wants you to be fully free and fully advancing in the kingdom of God. And I laugh, you know, I laughed at one person <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. He said, I'm just having a break. I said, well, Satan loves when you have holidays. <laughs> break from Jesus? Well, what a lie. I'm just having a break. And yeah. Satan loves when you do holidays. <laughs> it's pretty funny, eh? The enemy knows exactly when to strike and to attack us. So for all the people here that are loose in their journey, I pray by God's grace you return. The Bible says to be ready in. Don't, don't treat the Lord like this. Or play church like this. Jesus wants all your heart. I tell you the truth. Next one. So, number one, Satan works through traumas. Number two, Satan uses other people's experiences to target you. Number three, Satan wants to discipline your mind. Satan creates a thought process where you discipline yourself around, around it where indirectly you begin to get comfortable with that thought process and accept it. Now, let's read a few that I wrote. Are you comfortable with fear, where that's who you say you are? Are you comfortable with failure, where that has become your vision? Are you comfortable with doubt, where everything you do now is doubt? Are you comfortable with defeat, where everything you look at, there is no way out? Are you comfortable in sin, where you have learned to feed it and make it grow? Are you comfortable with feeling separate from God, where you believe you cannot get closer to Him and you remain distant? See, these are the areas that Satan attacks you in. Because if he can attack you in this, believe me, there's no future. It's true? It's very true. It's a hard teaching, but it's actually the truth. And it's the steps to freedom also. Jesus wants you to be free. Are you a victim of all these patterns? There's hope. There is hope. Now, we're getting into some deeper things. What happens... When Satan disciplines your mind, what does it create in you? 
before stronghold. What's that? Fear. Fear? I'll tell you when you get it right. Unbelief. Patterns. Close. One at a time, please. Rebellion. What does Satan do when he disciplines your mind? What does it create in you? Hopelessness. Pride. Let's go. Stronghold, you already said that. Huh? Habits. Habits. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Isn't it interesting that from discipline, everyone, everyone got it, everyone got it. So, from, from, from traumas in your heart, from other people's <coughs> bad or negative experiences, from him disciplining your mind, where you get comfortable with it, and it creates habits in you. Yeah, the biggest mistake people are doing, from a habit, it turns into a stronghold. And, and, and I rebuke you, Satan. But all your life you fed that tree. You fed that tree and it's your belief system that's turned into a stronghold that Satan's fed. And you're trying to get him to go instantly without dealing with the stronghold. Can you understand now? Demons come out straight away. Strongholds are a process. And... It, it shows you why Satan has access into your heart again. And I was a victim of that. I can't tell you how much I suffered spiritual warfare and attacked from anxiety and negative thinking and fear and so many things. But I want to read this out to you because I want to help you in your journey. This teaching is to help you in your journey. Because a lot of people, they're stuck. They are actually stuck. And they don't know how to get out. This teaching, short teaching, is just to help you in your journey so you can understand to be effective. So are we ready? Whoever is writing this down, or Anton's going to put it in the notes for he sent his word on our page. This is the most important teaching here. This one here. That one was an introduction. This one here is very important for you to advance. Okay? Demons are cast out. Strongholds are cast down. And I'm going to show you the scripture that backs what I'm actually saying. Demons come out instant. Strongholds are a process. Demons leave quickly. Strongholds are broken down slowly. Have you ever asked yourself what allows them to stay in your mind? Demons or Satan, whatever, whichever way you want to go. It's because of strongholds aren't dealt with through the Holy Spirit. Demons are dealt through the anointing or the power of God that very, very moment. Strongholds are broken down slowly as you yield with the Holy Spirit and, and as you work closely with Him day by day. You must cooperate with Him and be obedient and sensitive with the Holy Spirit and the Word of God through your heart. Now I'm teaching you, because the Holy Spirit showed me many times when I'm dealing with demons and casting them out, I have to be effective also to teach people how to actually 
keep them out while dealing with the things inside of them. Or they'll just come back. They'll bring more. Amen. We don't want to say that, but you bring more. (laughs) (laughs) So imagine you, uh, ignorant of the scripture, or not knowing. You're trying to bind Satan, but there's such a belief system that is heavily settled and founded in you that God wants to renew by the word of God. Are you really... Are you really meant to deal with Satan right away? Or are you meant to renew your mind? And know your identity with Christ? Think about it. And when I was getting attacked, I said and done everything. But I knew that there were things inside of me that had to be resolved. The lack of love. The, the fear of getting sick, the fear of dying, there were many things. And I understood now why the enemy was coming to feast on my heart. Because there was issues that are unresolved. There are issues that have been filled with God's word. Are we understanding? So I started to build my faith. And what kept the devil out? Our faith. And where does faith come from? Romans 10.17, hearing by the word of Christ. So isn't it interesting, we're dealing with strongholds. Don't be quick to, or there's discernment there. We can deal with demons straight away, that's blocking their uh, right thinking in the Lord. Or we can deal with the strongholds that would allow eventually the devil to leave. Remember, resist him and... How how do you resist him? You resist him with the truth. Meaning when you resist him with the truth, those strongholds naturally are not accepted anymore. And he will actually leave. And I'm telling you only by experience. This is not a teaching. I've I've went through this. Many tears, many attacks I went through to understand this. I can't tell you. And the greatest thing I'm seeing the enemy doing in our midst, in our community, only I speak for us, is that he's attacking our mind. And we are, many of us losing the battle, we're ineffective to actually fight. So strongholds are broken down slowly when you yield with the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Let's look at that scripture. Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse three to four in the New King James. Now, I don't know if I'm going to get through this because this is another meat in itself. But I just want to show you here. It says here, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. So what is he speaking about here? This is linking up with the the armor of God, right? We are in a war. Now, he says here, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war 
like we are in the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Now here, we're dealing with strongholds here. What does that mean for us? Let's, let's read a few scriptures here. Now the word pull down is katharisis. Yes, yes. <laughs> Ready for me. Katharisis. That's the word. Katharisis. And the, the strongs for it is 2506. There are three words that come from strongholds. Ready? The first one is to demolish. Let's go. <laughs> I love the scripture because it actually gives you an analogy like this. Uh, we go to Leviticus 14 first, 43 to 45. Now, I don't want to get into this because it's going to open up another big teaching for me and I don't have another hour and a half. Now, if the plague comes back and breaks out in the house after he's taken away the stones, after he's scraped the house and after it is plastered. Now, isn't it interesting that he's talking about a house? He's talking about a house, about demolishing in a house or a cleansing a house and how do we demolish a house today do we just get a bulldozer and whack it all one hit anyone here when you demolish a house do we just get a bulldozer and break the whole house down that's the cheapest way but we don't do it like that we go inside we strip the kitchen maybe we sell it on ebay or gumtree or <laughs> <laughs> The Lebanese marketplace. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just sharing with you. I'm just sharing. <laughs> Why did I start? Why did I start? The copper. The copper. <laughs> Any tiny. <laughs> so there's a, there, there is a process in that. Taking out the bathroom, taking out the kitchen maybe taking out the windows, then starting with the roof tiles. There's a structure, there's a process. What does that show you? It shows you that strongholds is a process. If you know it's a process, then you are to never to give up. Because Satan is the master of delay. And when we think it's too hard, God shows you in the scripture that it's a process in itself. Now, I'm not what I was last year. Every year I've gained momentum, but I've understood the law of God, that it's a process. I work with what I got. I work with where I am. I don't work with where I'm not. I work with where I am. And it shows you from here, now if the plague comes back and breaks out in the house after he has taken away the stones, after he has scraped the house and after it is plastered, Next, please. Then the priest shall come and look, and indeed, if the plague has spread in the house, it is an active leprosy in the house, it is unclean. Now, I don't want to tell you what spiritual leprosy means just yet, because it's not a big teaching. But the Holy Spirit showed me what spiritual leprosy is in the New Testament. And it's very powerful. 
I can understand the scriptures much more powerful now. But isn't it interesting that if the Holy Spirit hasn't come in, it's a, that's a picture of your house. If the Holy Spirit hasn't come in and worked on your heart, worked on your mind, and got rid of those other things, you become a vessel to be unclean where Satan can occupy. Are we understanding? Satan can o- occupy your house if you haven't learned to clean it through the Holy Spirit. Because what did Jesus say? You're already clean by the word that I've spoken to you. Isn't it interesting? He said you're already clean. Isn't it interesting that when we, when we reflect the word of God in our hearts, naturally it begins to cleanse us. And isn't it interesting that if, if we don't know how to cleanse our house, we become a house that is unclean, and unfortunately, warfare will never leave us. Right? So what's the issue? I rebuke you, Satan. Get away from my life. Or, Holy Spirit, start to work on my heart. When I first started, I can't tell you how many times I rebuked Satan. Unfortunately, but I didn't know that he, that he had meat inside of me to eat. A roaring lion, he goes after meat. I had meat and so much unresolved issues and so many doors that were closed that needed to be restored by the Lord. And I share with you, the, the greatest investment is allowing the Holy Spirit to clean your heart. Because then you are really free. Right? The Holy Spirit also spoke to me during the week that he wants me to speak about the pride of being sensitive. I think now we're going to come to that session. <laughs> the pride of being oversensitive. The most hidden one. It hides in marriages, hides in families and children, hides through friendships, hides in the church and the Holy Spirit's flipping every stone so we can really be free. But when you see this here, what's the real issue? The real issue is that the stronghold needs to be dealt with and it's a demolishing. It's a, it's a process little by little. And imagine you're not, you're, not, you're not really in the journey, then you really struggle. Imagine you're not really committed, then you'll really struggle. But imagine you're the one that who's persistent and is gaining momentum, you would, you would gain the victory. It's true. So you see why you come into a place that's well nourished by the, by the grace of God? You get nourished. The same way God taught me is what we teach here. So if someone is shallow, you will go shallow. But if someone has went all in for Christ, you would, you would get the fruits and the benefits of it. I'm not going to go that direction.
I will close off with this. I didn't want to go too much here. I want that to sink in you, this teaching here. I have so much teaching here. We go to Colossians chapter 2, verse 10 to 15. When I was in these battles, I thought there's no way out. If I can say it plain and simple, when I was in the rut and in the battles of everything you can think, where the devil was rampaging against me, I needed to hear this scripture because there is hope if you're stuck. Now, now if from this teaching about casting out demons and strongholds as a process, you will learn here never to give up. So you see why people give up? Because they don't understand the process. And it's multi-layered. It's really multi-layered. Our flesh, our unbelief, our rebellious nature is really multi-layered. I speak for myself. But I understood I can never get enough of Christ. The more I sit and eat with him, the more I become his reflection. I can never get enough. Can you even go on holiday? <laughs> can you ever have a break? But that's what you do to God every, every single week. Think about that. That's how much you stay away from the word of God that was used to actually benefit you and heal you and to restore you. That's how you treat the Lord. That's why I said the word holiday because it's going to come back to you. It's going to come back and target you. Imagine the enemy when he sees that. Our swords, we can't defend ourselves. And then we become burdened, we become weary, we become sick, we become tired mentally. And then every week, some, the some pe same people here. It's time that you stand to understand who you really are in Christ. I'm not your saviour. I'm not your saviour. If there's anything you need to invest in, it's the process. Because that shows you, without the process, there's no cleansing. Like the house, one day you, uh, you start with the bathroom, the kitchen, the tiles, the windows, then the roof tiles, then the gutters. It's a process. But from this teaching, I learned something very powerful. Never to give up. And the enemy is the mastermind that you've given up. He wants you to give up. He wants to trap you to make you think you can't escape this. Right? But thank God for the scriptures. He gives us an understanding of that house he wants it to be clean. So when the Holy Spirit does come and convict you of your pride or your arrogance or your bitterness or your rebellious nature or your fear, be sensitive to work with him. The amount of words that I've given to people, because they can't hear, the amount of words I've given to people, because I do hear, is to actually help them to get that leprosy out of their, their heart and their mind. But I'll speak next week about what spiritual leprosy. And you can understand why the people in the New Testament were actually sick. But it's very powerful. Jesus wants to have a house that's cleansed. So, so, so what's the point of dealing with a devil when you've learned a behavior, you've learned a system of thinking that's kept him there? 
So do you see how familiar you have to be with your own thoughts and your own heart? You see how sensitive you have to be with your own heart to know if the enemy has actually intruded your heart? Do you see? So every person here, begin to, to work with the Lord in your house so he can get that leprosy out. It's a demolishing, little by little. But it shows you how the enemy really, really attacks in the process, really attacks in the wilderness where everything is trying to get, uh, um, everything is trying to get, uh, how can I say it? It's like Satan really unleashes his attack when you just begin to walk. To make you believe there's going to be hardship. To make you believe the journey is hard. It's going to be challenging. It's not going to be the way you think. And we enter in many different ways of thinking. But do you see how, how in the process Satan is very active? If I can say it like that. Satan is very active in the process because while God is trying to make a way for you, Satan is trying to trap you. And how many people here, they're trapped and they don't know in their mind, their emotions, their feelings, in their life in general. It's because while God is working on your heart, while is God trying to produce um, maturity in you, self-control in you, uh, the mind of Christ in you, Satan is behind the scenes trying to make it hard. So from today, learn. Learn. What am I actually dealing with here? Is it demons? And there is wisdom in both. I'm not going to say it's either. There's wisdom in both. Every situation is different. For the healing, the lady needed to, I needed to deal with that demon that caused a stronghold. I think we've broken curses 1,000 times over this church. What we're dealing with now is strongholds. And the Holy Spirit, as He wishes, he, he operates. But I think here for this place, we're a bit more advanced to now renew our mind and to get that leprosy out of our house or we'll be unclean. Think about it. Invest more in what? Invest in the process for God to pull down that building and to make it clean. Or you'll be unclean again. And if you're unclean, the enemy can walk in as he pleases and attack you as he pleases. I rebuke you, Satan, but it's your belief system. Satan, get out of my life. It's your belief system. What are you to invest more? What is your belief system? What is your foundation? And let me say it like this, humbly. All your life you were fed these lies. All your life you were fed these traumas. It doesn't leave overnight. It takes time. And if you're, uh, if you're lazy or you're, or if you're not active in the way you should regarding your journey, you will stay there. You will actually stay there. Because you'll find him when you seek him with all, all the armor, all your heart. See, we can be strong in areas, but God wants us to be strong in every area. 
so we can be sharp for what reason so God can use us? No, so you can actually be free. Jesus wants you to be free. That's the benefit of the cross. So think about it today. Have you invested enough with your heart? So many people say, you always see my heart, you always speak to my heart. That's the very place God wants. That's, that's the only way I know how to see because I saw it for myself and I saw where God wants. And some of you, you always look deep, but that's where God looks. Do you want him to look anywhere else? Because that's where Satan thrives to be. And we are suffering so much mentally, emotionally, fearful, broken, insecure, lonely, hurting. The Bible says sickness can be endured, but a broken spirit no one can bear. And Satan, how he attacks people today in our community, we become like broken people. But we are children of the Lord now. He's forgotten your past. We are so free. You have to train yourself to know that you're so free. And that's a habit. Just like Satan creates habit from your old nature, Christ wants us to create habits in our new nature. So so many people say, come here, uh, please, I'm getting attacked. Please understand now where you need to operate now, how you need to walk with the Lord. Because if you, don't get it, if you don't give me your very heart, I can do nothing for you. And that's the truth. If you don't give me your very heart and your life and your time, I can do nothing for you. So please don't come to me when you're, when you're neglecting to walk with the one who actually saved you. I can do nothing for you. And I will take no responsibility either. So I encourage you today to take that step. This is a teaching for eternal life. And this is a teaching where so many people get it wrong. They learn to live with it. They learn to be comfortable with these things. God doesn't want it to be us anymore. Amen? I read this scripture here. Colossians chapter 2. I chose this helmet. Daniel was going to choose another helmet. Is Daniel here? Ah, oh, he's there. Okay. <laughs> and look at this here. This was the foundation of me breaking every stronghold. Satan's master key is to make you fight him without Christ. Satan's, Satan's master key or mastermind is to get you to fight him in your own strength. If he, if he can do that, doesn't matter how much you pray, doesn't matter how much you fast, doesn't matter how much you do things for Christ, he will, not, he will never leave until you understand the sacrifice of Jesus. The sacrifice of Jesus, everyone bow. And he will accuse the devourer from your life in every way that he's trying to come against you. Now look at this here. It says, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Now is this, in this scripture is interesting because Satan attacks you through your old nature. Here it's saying that Christ paid for it. So he can't attack you through the old anymore because you're a new creation in Christ. Yeah, but the belief system, he can 
infiltrate and he can build. Buried with him in baptism, in which you also raised him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Thank you, Jesus. And look at this here. This is the key here. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Thank you, Jesus. This is the foundation of breaking every stronghold. It's this. And then you start to remap your mind, rewire your mind to know that you are of Christ now. Any situation, I introduced all those things to the Holy Spirit. My fears, my doubts, whatever it is that I suffered from the past, I, I, I collaborated with the Holy Spirit. Lord, with forgiveness, Lord, I've had issues like this in my heart. I need you to help me in this area. And can I tell you something? I had books and books of it. And it's the truth. Because I wanted nothing in my own strength to overcome it. Because if it's Christ, then I have to bring it to him, right? So if it's Christ, you have to bring it to him. And if you can't see it, what are you bringing to him? If you can't see it, what are you actually bringing to him? Thank you, Jesus. There's more than that. So I understood all my weaknesses. If he took it by the spirit of grace and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I have to bring it to him. So that means I need to get a magnifying glass and look deeply in my heart with the Holy Spirit. So pay attention everyone from today. Because we have the victory. But our system of thinking where the enemy has infiltrated becomes a stronghold where the enemy is invited. Where is the enemy invited in? A stronghold. Getting him out, you deal with the stronghold, he cannot come anymore. Amen? So this is where we are. And God wants us to be free. And every person here is suffering mentally in some way. Or we've inherited the wrong thinking, a wrong character, a wrong personality, a wrong motive. Jesus wants us to be fully free. So begin to dig deeper. Amen? Okay, let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that our journey with you is a process. <clears throat> I pray you give us courage. You give us strength. You give us joy. Joy in the process. To yield to you and to understand your process. 
of how you have to work with us so we can be transformed. We thank you, Lord. We honor you so much, Lord. And today we have the victory, Lord. Today we have the victory. We're not going to wait for tomorrow. We're not going to wait for any moment anymore, but to declare that we overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb. Lord, our victory is in you and you alone. I thank you, Lord. I pray for every heart here today, Lord, that are trapped or snared, that they be free by your blood. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We come to God our Father by the sprinkling of the blood to receive mercy, help, and grace in time of need. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that our victory is in Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, thank you that you alone deliver us from the evil one. I pray, Lord, for their minds to be sheltered and protected, for their hearts to be sheltered and protected, and for their bodies from today to be sheltered and protected. Thank you, Jesus. We love you so much, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to understand this teaching. And thank you that we have courage today to never give up, but to fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. I pray for refreshment upon every person here today. I pray for those people that are far, that they come near to you today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Worship you. Worship you. I pray for every heart today that they forget the past and they know from today that nothing can separate them from the love of God that is in Christ ever again. Thank you for your love. Because, Lord, it's your kindness that leads to repentance. And I thank you for your kindness that you have given us all when you died at the cross. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that you heal them today, Lord, and restore them. For greater is the one who is in us than the one who's in the world. Thank you, Jesus. We love you so much, Lord. And thank you for refreshing us to move forward. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jesus. We bless your name. And I pray a blessing over every head today. And I pray from today, Lord, that any structure, any structure, that Satan has erected in their hearts that's caused strongholds in the name of Jesus Christ, we pull them down. We pull them down, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you give them more grace to have the mind of Christ in their hearts and their mind where they walk in your identity, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We worship you, Lord, and we bless your name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for doing what you're doing. And we love you so much, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
thank you, Jesus.